Welcome to Cooper Talk. I'm your host, Steve Cooper. And remember, I'm only as hip as my guests. And I have to tell you, I was uh, I flew in yesterday. And so, you know, I, those shows I pre-recorded for you guys. And I've been doing it again. I always pre-recorded for you guys. I might get in the snafu, though, because I, I don't know if I can pre-record a show three weeks in advance because I have jury duty coming up. I postponed it. So I might just, you might just hear some really crappy guests that day because I get people at the last second, like some guy walking down the street, my Armenian neighbor who's like in the mafia. I'll tell him to come on. But uh, I got to tell you, I, I went out on a few cocktails last night. I'm feeling it today because what happens is when I go back east, now I, I did go out to my uh, my college reunion down the Jersey Shore and I went there and had a few cocktails and then I went out with some of my friends and had a few drinks but but me and the lovely Joanne we really we don't really drink together we both love drinking but we just got, we actually have fun without drinking so I went out and I saw the Fantasia this great little billiards place I had comedy night there one time remember I promoted it and it went great but they canceled it I don't know why but I went there and uh, I had like two beers and I had two beers somewhere else and I did a shot Two shots, and the and the great Nancy did it, made them, and I feel I feel a little hungover today. It's crazy, and I feel bad, and and it's bad because what I'm going to talk about later in the show with my guest is uh, food, because you know me, I'm I got to watch my sodium, and that's why I hate my guests posts on Instagram and Facebook because they're so damn good looking. I have to, I can only do 2,000 milligrams of sodium. This guy posted a while ago, he was in Philadelphia, he ate like three cheesesteaks in one day. My guest, my guest is Justin Rivera. How you doing, Justin? <laughs> What's up, Coop? How you doing, man? man no, the, I, you, you, uh, no, you travel, but if you know people, this is the first time I've had a magician on the show. He's a comic magician. And, well, actually, uh, do you know Gabe Abelson? Yeah, no, um, well, Gabe Abelson, no, He's no, a no. comic, he used to write for a lot of them, but he does uh, that telepath, like the Kreskin stuff. Oh yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. an actual magician, magician. Yeah, yeah. and the little known fact: a very big headlining comic, a good friend of mine. He actually has at my Super Bowl party. Uh, Jimmy Schubert, you know, yeah, Schubert, yeah. He started off as a magician. No way. Isn't that funny? For real? He did. Yeah, and you know John DeCrosta. John De no. He Wait. does a lot. Of, he headlines all over the country. Does a lot of tour boats. He started off as a ventriloquist. Oh really? No, no, the name sounds familiar because I always followed uh, ventriloquism too. Do you really? Up. Yeah, yeah. Now, growing now growing up, now now. First of all, you're. Are you, what, what is your nationality? Is it Filipino? Okay. Yeah. So uh, Rivera is sort of a. Lati is that always a Filipino name or is it a, a Latin name or? It is. Well, you know the Spanish. They. they uh, what do you call it? They. Uh, they colonized the Philippines for like three, four hundred years. So okay. um, you know, over those years, they kind of. You know they. You know they raped them and. Uh, <laughs> now they have the same last name. So. Now, now, now the the, the language is Tagalog. Tagalog. Do you know you speak that? Uh, not fluently, no. I always crack up because a good friend of mine's wife is uh, Filipino. Nice. And, and when I see Filipinos out and when they're talking, whenever they speak that language, they sound like they're pissed. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, they're like, oh, no, oh, and it's like, it's like, and I don't know, because my roommate in college was from Hong Kong, and when yeah. he would talk, he'd be like, he'd be like, hey, like English, he'd be like, yeah, this is Benny, but his mom would call, be like, oh, no, oh. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so, so, it, it's it, harsher. Uh, well, like you know, chi Chinese, the uh, Korean, Japanese, a little bit harsher. I was gonna say because Filipinos, it's a little less harsh. But it's not as annoying as Vietnamese or Thai. Okay. So it's kind of like in the middle. Now, it's now in the middle. As as a Filipino, mm -hmm. which is always weird because Filipino is F I L I P. But <laughs> yeah, is because you got into magic. Is there is there any Filipino magicians or what? I mean, what was there magic around your house? What made you? I mean, of course, you did magic before you did comedy. Yeah. I mean, it, that would be the transgression of it. Yeah. But what made what were your what made you get into comedy? I mean, not comedy, uh, magic. magic. As a kid, were you just did you see someone or what yeah. happened? Yeah. Well, you know, I was uh, just a kid growing up watching uh, Copperfield and. Now you, know, you grew up 
here? Yeah, yeah. Grew up here. In L.A.? In L.A., yeah. Uh, little suburbs of L.A. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I always watched uh, Copperfield, you know, because he had a special every year. For, right. Uh, in the 80s and 90s, every, every year. So uh, I was a big fan of Copperfield growing up. Lance Burton, too. Um, yeah, so those were my influences growing up in, in, in magic. So, um, and, you know, I just got hooked ever since I was six, and I uh, never grew out of it. I was just one of those kids that, you know, I think every kid goes through that magic phase, you know? I was going to say, it, yeah. it's funny, because I know for Christmas one year, I actually got the magic. Like, they have that yeah, magic, magic with, like, that little egg thing, the shape of the egg, yeah. and, the, and the ball. Yeah. And I think everyone got them. It's so funny, because when I go back to see my girlfriend, and in the town where I grew up, she lives next to it, but in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, there's still this damn, it's called the Magic Store, in yeah, the Strip yeah. Shopping Center. And it's been there for years. And now I can just imagine, it's probably the original owner, he's probably some old, creepy pedophile. You know, it's like, it's like really, you know, <laughs> but like, so as a but and I guess it's different. There wasn't the internet and all that. Yeah. As a kid, how did you seek out? Did you did you get a match kit the first time, or did you get books, or how did you learn the craft? Because it's very, it's one of those things. It intrigues me. Yeah. Like, and and do you do any sleight of hand or something? Yeah, like yeah. That? See that's that my stuff. Favorite stuff. That I used to do a comedy club in Lancaster, and they had this guy. He would do it and. Man, after like a good show and a few beers, you're hanging out, and he does that stuff, and it just it blows me. I mean, it blows me away. It's like yeah, yeah. you want to shake the person, like tell me how to do it. <laughs> so, so how did you how did you get your start? What was do you remember your first trick, or what, did you say I'm gonna get a magic kit, or how did you, how did that start? Yeah, well, I, I got a I actually got a magic kit for my birthday. I was like six or seven, uh, first kit, and I just started. It just grew from there, you know. I just started doing it in school, um, you know, during recess. And uh, just just got more books from the library and uh, the bookstore, and then I started hanging out at a magic shop. You know when they were, when they were uh, you know brick and mortar shops were more uh, prevalent back in the day. So uh, it was kind of like it was kind of like my home club. My I guess you could say for like a comic, you know. So I'd, I always hang out there at this magic okay. shop, you know, uh, all day. Um, when usually on the weekends and uh you know i just kind of hang out there and just you know chop it up with the owner and now the- was the owner a good magician or was he just a guy who liked magic i mean did you get tips from him or did he just love the craft i mean was it, you know it's like sometimes yeah. you know comics some comics teach classes yeah, yeah. suck <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean let's be honest with people yeah. I, and i see it on facebook all the time people are teaching a comedy class yeah. i've never even heard of them even on craigslist Really, yeah. But these people I never heard. It's yeah. it's like I always crack up. All these people put on the front of their name, comedian such and such. Comedian. Yeah. It's like, have you ever made any money doing comedy? No. <laughs> I mean, you're not a freaking comedian. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Don't like you go out, you work to colleges, you work the circuit. Yeah. You make a living doing comedy. Yeah. yeah. I made a living from eighty eight to ninety five doing comedy. These people just think they can say comedian because on Facebook, <laughs> I I mean, doctor. Yeah. You don't see guys. If I sit there and take a band, put a bandaid on someone, I don't say freaking doctor. <laughs> or just because they have a big Twitter following, they think they're a comic. Exactly. Right? A comic. So. Did you now? Did, did was he good at comedy? I mean, is he good at magic, or did he just was he an influence where he's like he told you like, this trick's good? Or I mean, how does that work? Yeah, no, he was actual magician. So okay. he was a magician. He he perform. Uh, I think he was perform. Yeah, he was performing, and he just owned the shop. And it was cool because um, he knew I was a kid. And the cool thing I liked about the shop was like he would actually let me. Um, he would let me borrow the stuff that was for sale, like in the display case, and let me use it for a show. And okay. I, and I give it back to him, and then uh, he he'd sell it. He'd sell it. Uh, you he'd sell it for the new price, but it was used. So oh, that's funny. <laughs> that was his magic. That was <laughs> his. Uh, was what, cool. What was your first trick? Do you remember the first Ooh. trick you did in front of people, not in your out? Because I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's it's one of those things. I mean, now it's second nature to you, but I'm sure when it starts, it's like you know when you first start doing comedy and stuff like that, you're probably nervous as hell, like because it's comedy. If a joke doesn't work, yeah, no big deal. But magic, if it doesn't work, it's like oh, you're a fraud. You know what I mean? Like people <laughs> yeah. would be pissed. Yeah. I mean, were you? Did you ever have that nervousness in you? Or um, yeah, you know, I did. I did as a kid. Um, 
but I mean that kind of just that kind of you just kind of got used to it as you kind of you know perform more and got more stage time on your under your belt. But um, yeah, I remember doing like the first tricks, and I, I'd always kind of like my nervousness would give give away about what I was about what I was gonna do. Like I would like I was always stiff, okay, because I had like I don't know like a dove up my sleeve or something. Like that. <laughs> and it was just something like something like some some tell. So there was always like the, some sort of nervousness or because or, I I just felt like guilty that I, okay. I was gonna do like something that they didn't know about. You know that. Which was eventually the secret of the trick. So now, how did your mom react to doves? Did you have to have doves in the house all the time? I mean, uh, doves were probably freaking annoying because they always ooh, they always coo and stuff. Yeah, I mean, because you have to you own them. Or is there a place? Like, is there like a rental? Is there a dove rental? No, or? I mean, I used to just buy them from the swap meet <laughs> and then you, outdoor swap meet, and I just uh, keep them at home. But I had to get the um, I couldn't remember if it was the male or the female. One of them didn't coo, so uh, after a while, like the cooing was 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 being. Uh, was kind of a uh, ridiculous, so uh, I had to switch the birds. I can't remember if it was a female or male. Well, and also the magic—if it's in your sleeve and it's cooing, it's going to throw the whole trick off, right? <laughs> exactly, right? It's going to coo. Um, that's why a lot of uh, magicians use rabbits because they're—they're they're naturally they're, oh. they stay still. They stay still. So, uh, but one time I was using this rabbit and uh, I, I hit it in the in the box or whatever, so you can see it. But it was still new, so um, and it was kind of scared. So, like the the box just started like thumping. <laughs> <laughs> it started thumping and shaking on its own and I was like uh, what is that you know now now, as a kid you're, you're doing this magic when do you start saying I want to do this when do you start booking shows and how does someone go about booking a comedy show I mean it's not like comedy there's comedy clubs I, mean, I keep saying comedy instead of magic, magic. because now you do comedy but yeah. magic how did you sit there I mean you, okay so you're, you're doing your tricks so, so yeah. you're getting good so mm -hmm. I mean how many let's say when, you, when you're getting good how many tricks are in your repertoire Man, um, well, when I was a kid, jeez, uh, how many tricks did I know then? I, I, I had to know at least 30, to, fi 30 okay. to 50 around there. Just because, I mean, from s when I started at 6, my first paid gig was like at 12. Okay. So I had like a extensive amount of tricks that I was doing already. Now, where was that at? Do you remember? Um, it was a um, kid's birthday party. It was my mom's co-worker's daughter's birthday. Now, how old was she? Was she oh, a little she, younger? Yeah, she than was you? younger. Yeah, okay. she was younger because I was twelve. She was probably like seven or eight, maybe nine or okay. something like that. Yeah. So that was my first paid gig, and I remember I got seventy-five bucks to do an hour, and that was a lot of money for me. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's still a good lot money, of money for an hour. Seventy-five <laughs> yeah, bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. No. Now, did you have an hour? or Did you stretch it? Um. I. You know what? I. I had an hour actually, but I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like. Uh, a tight solid hour but I mean I just had a bunch of tricks and then you, you know? bring kids up and stuff yeah probably. bring kings up I mean I didn't really have much patter or anything to talk about or anything presentational yeah exactly I just did tricks okay. for an hour basically so so where do you go from there then do you sit there and go I really want to do this I want to make a living at this or how do you how does one branch out to be a magician I mean it's like it's like you, it's as I said it's not like I mean I guess you take an ads list and Craigslist and you hear you know parties need people but yeah you know it, but so how did you start getting work there? and plus you were young so yeah. it must have been you know it's, it, you Thank God your parents would drive you, and, yeah, you know, because exactly. it would suck. You know, you can't get to <laughs> yeah, you're can't 14, get to you take your bike, you can't <laughs> yeah, exactly. grab it, grab it on your shoulder. <laughs> so, did, did, you, did you just start getting a lot of gigs after that? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, like a lot of it was just, you know, because I was in school, obviously, so uh, it was just all part time and uh, uh, word of mouth, really. So, I was just doing because I would always do tricks wherever, whenever, you know, um, just either casually or just at a party or somewhere. And like, where do we get around? I'd have a business card, pass it around. So, um, you know, I, I would get, like, um, from maybe junior high to, like, up until college, I was getting at least maybe, like, uh, one one show a weekend, I guess. Okay. You know? 
So you're making that. money. Yeah, you're I was making better than working like a, at a burger. Yeah, camp. I was making way more money than all my friends doing like these, uh, you know, flipping burgers or whatever. Right. So, uh, actually, pretty good money for a uh, for a teenager. Oh, yeah, and plus yeah. you're doing what you love. I mean, yeah. everyone hated it. You know, cleaning a bathroom at Roy Rogers <laughs> yeah. on the Jersey Turnpike, which we all did from my high school. And now, a lot of these guys are lawyers. And I'm thinking, remember, we you know every kid in my high school, we got that work release. Like you got out in like six period if you yeah. had a job. Got early. And we all went to this place. The it's now a Marriott rest stop on the Jersey Turnpike as rest yeah. stops. And we it was called a Roy Rogers and and all of us we had the job title porter and we basically <laughs> washed dishes and we were all and like and these kids are now lawyers, you know, we all grown up, but it's so funny because like, there was one guy named Shaky Mike. We used to call him not to his face, but he was like he shook. He was like thirty five or forty and he had something wrong with him looking back. We shouldn't have been mean to him. But he worked there. I remember one time I saw him drop a track a tray of glasses because he was shaking. And we all laughed. And we called him Shaky Mike. But but it's better being a magician is a lot better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, it, it took me to a lot of different places, you know, even as a kid. And it like, was, where are some of the places? Um, I mean, I was going to I was going to Vegas a lot. And the, there was as always, a kid, yeah, yeah, Vegas as a kid, because you know, I, uh, I I grew up watching Lance Burton. Lance Burton was headlining um, the Monte Carlo from like ninety eight right. to like just maybe a couple of years ago. He retired. Um, so yeah, I was going to Vegas. Just uh, there was like a lot of magic conventions where you'd go and compete with your act. So I was doing a lot of competitions uh, as a kid. Um, <clears throat> there was one. Um, geez, where was the? Where was the oh, did you ever meet Lance Burton? I did okay. a few times. He's a really cool guy. Really nice guy. Um, uh, the epitome of a, of a southern gentleman. Really okay. cool guy. Yeah, he's probably a picks and up he, tons of babes, <laughs> and he's a freaking millionaire. Like oh, he's, he's loaded. I, oh, he, didn't he dude. sign like the biggest contract in Vegas? Yeah, and, and a lot of those guys. I know, like Chris Angel. Yeah, signed a contract, and he lives up in the penthouse or whatever. At the yeah, world. I think like, up top on the. Uh, is he got Luxor now? I yeah, think he is. yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like they got it made. Yeah, man. yeah. It's like, Really cool guys. Um, did you ever meet Chris Angel? I did. I met him before he was a douchebag. Oh, he's a douchebag now? <laughs> okay, no, no, because no, my, my girlfriend said that. Me and Joanne got an argument because we were talking, and her brother likes Chris Angel. I don't know how it came up. He's from Jersey, right? Is he's he from New York, I think. In New York? Yeah, but I think, I think no, because I think she said who's on the show, and I said, yeah, and I said no, it's the first time I had a magician on. She said, that's cool. And we started talking. I said, I like Chris Angel. She said, go, I heard he's a douchebag. I heard he was cool. Yeah, I mean, he was cool when I met him like 2004. Okay, but then like I heard like other people that met him like over the years, he's like, yeah, he's really douchey. Uh, so I, you know, I don't know. This is before he got really famous off that Mind Freak show. So okay, it's the hair. That. It's the hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the makeup. I don't know what. He, it seems like a goth, but I I like it. But he, you know, it's crazy. So you're going to Vegas now. Now. You said you went to college. Yeah, yeah. Now where'd you go to college at? Uh, UC Riverside, like okay. maybe like an hour. Over an hour from here. So did you you, you lived at home and went there? Uh, I was dorming. Um, I was dorming the first year, and then I commuted because um, we also had another house out near Riverside over okay. there. So I was commuting there. Where? What was your major? Uh, business administration. Okay. Now were yeah. you still doing magic as you were going through college? Yeah, yeah. It was actually um, one of my part time jobs because I was selling phones and doing uh, comedy and magic. What's with the Filipinos selling phones? <laughs> I don't know. It's I like in Glendale, all the Armenians sell phones, <laughs> and it's like you go to the mall, and it's like I don't know. I mean, who'd you work for? Uh, Sprint. And did you like the job? I, I mean, I liked it. I mean, it was uh, it was easy money. Was I it just, a kiosk or was it a store? Yeah, I, I, it was at a kiosk because I, I would actually travel from uh, different um, Sprint uh, vendors. So there would be like Best Buy, Costco, Sam's okay. Club, you know, all those uh, retail outlets, and I would be like their you know Sprint specialist going around to all the different uh, kiosks. So uh, yeah, man, it, it was an easy job. I was good at sales. Always been good at sales, okay. and like you know, being 
uh, a self um, self employed entertainer. I mean, you're kind of you're selling yourself. Yeah, and you I know? think I think a magician that is you. I mean, you're selling a product. I mean, yeah. comedy is one thing. You know, comedy is a crowd, but you know, ma- be doing magic. Magic's a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and you have to sell the trick because yeah. if you just go up and rub it out of the hat it's yeah. gonna suck but if you if you you have to sell it so I think yeah. that would be and plus you started at such a young age so yeah. selling it was and in magic I mean and you're deceiving someone not in a bad way but you're deceiving someone yeah. the trick you know sales a lot of times you're deceiving people <laughs> yeah. so now, now you're in college and you're doing magic now at what point did you incorporate comedy did you because I know I mean and as a kid, I mean, when you started doing magic, did you ever sit there and think, I'm going to do comedy magic, or did you just say, I'm going to be a magician? Um, man, when I was a kid, see, the thing is, like, I wasn't really sure. I mean, I, all I knew was that I loved magic, and I was always that funny kid, you know, in class growing up, but I never really got in trouble for being, like, the class clown because I got good grades. So, um, but, I mean, I was always that funny kid around around the group of friends or just people who knew me as that funny guy. So, um my fun, the personality, my personality came out in the magic show, and I would get laughs. But I mean, I wasn't really trying to do comedy magic per se. I was just kind of, you know, cracking. I was really riffing. I look okay. back on it now, and I was riffing and um, uh, ad libbing a lot, just improvising. So um, it wasn't until like high school where I was like, all right, you know, I really want to do like, you know, I really want to do the, the comedy with the magic, you know. So, so you like, always, you never just said I want to do straight comedy. Yeah. You always said I want to do comedy with magic. Yeah, because it was just so, it was so fun for me, you know. It was just, because uh, um, one, of, one of my turning points in, in my magic career was when I saw uh, Amazing Jonathan. Um, Very funny. He's been in Vegas for years. Oh, yeah. A long, long time. Um, yeah, he, I saw him. How old was I? I was like 10 or 11. Um, I don't know if I should have saw him at that age, but I saw him at 10 or 11 because he's a very blue comic. Right. And, uh, uh, but I mean, he was on uh, Lounge Lizards on Comedy Central, like a really I remember old that show. You remember that show? It was long, old, My long comedy mentor, Jeff Martyr, is was on all those shows. Oh, he really? Was, he was in that time. He's the guy, if you if you follow comedy back then, he used to do the left side and the right side of the brain. He had two microphones. Oh, but, really? Yeah, wow, that's he was, interesting. He was, yeah. Yeah. But you know, Jonathan, Amazing Jonathan was on everything. Because back then you saw him like even at the improv, Comedy in the Road. Oh, okay. So you saw Amazing Jonathan. Amazing Jonathan, yeah. Now, did it, did it sit there? Did you go, wow? Or were you like, well, you were a kid though, so you didn't really... No, I was I was a kid and I was like, wow, you know, you can do you can you can get away with magic doing that stuff. I was like, this was this was, it was so funny to me and I was just like, wow, I can't I can't believe I saw cuz I mean, up until that point I saw every straight you know, straight magic act or uh serious magic act. And when I saw Amazing Jonathan, it was just like, oh wow, I didn't know you could do magic like that, you know. So uh he was kind of he was like a big influence um comedy-wise with the magic, you know, growing up. So now, you know, you said you saw, you saw, you know, you went to see a lot of magic. Mm-hmm. Now, being a magician, did you sit there? Did you go in being skeptical, like trying to figure out the, the the trick, or did you go in just watching it and being amazed? I mean, how does how does it as a magician going to see another magician? Oh yeah, uh, that's a good question. Actually, um, a lot of magicians, uh, they, you don't really kind of you don't really watch the how you watch a magic show now is you, you, you like you said you just kind of look and see how that's done you okay. know because you because you, you, you watch for different like subtleties that a magician does that that, that. which you know but the normal person exactly. wouldn't exactly yeah so um so like I'll 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 be impressed at different points of a show where people aren't even applauding. I'll be like, oh, that's that's actually that's creative, or that's that's that's, that's, that's pretty good. I didn't think of that. You okay. Know? So like everyone's like sitting there like applauding, and then I'm like just kind of like. You know, going oh wow when no one's applauding. You know, so now is there? And it's you know because in comedy there's thievery and stuff like that. But in mm-hmm. in magic, it's I mean a trick's a trick. I mean you can't 
you can't say this is my trick because there's i mean you can't say okay i i'm the man who pulled the dove out the first time you can't <laughs> i mean is there is, but is there trick stealing like does someone if you yeah. come up with something i mean like how does how does one come up because i mean I, I don't see a lot of magic but i mean but you you, you see this stuff on tv yeah and uh how does one come up with a trick i mean do you sit there and you go do you sit there like let's say you're gonna do a trick and you're like i'm gonna do something new now do you sit there and do research to see if someone has done this trick or is there like a magician database or is there something <laughs> where you can find out or how do you sit there and go all right, you know, I've never seen someone, you know, let's say like Dice Clay said, eat an apple and fruit a shit salad. You know, <laughs> you've never seen someone do that. I mean, do you say, so do you sit there and then you do that and then do people get known as that's Justin Rivera's trick? And then if someone else does it, do they go, can someone else do it or is that thievery? Uh, I mean, how does that work? That is, uh, technically it's thievery in, in that sort of example. But I mean, um, inventing a magic trick is such a gray area because i mean um you can invent something but then like there's so many other like magicians around the world that's you know could possibly invent the same thing right. so technically it's whoever um whoever puts it out there first in terms of like presenting it to the public as part of their act and making a name with for with them for themselves or even marketing the trick um for magicians for sale so um that's how you would get um you know credit for that trick okay um there's some guys um that have like some sort of um, uh, a mechanical gimmick for some of their tricks, something that they uh, actually invented. Okay. And I know some of those guys actually get an, uh, a patent on on those type of uh, you know uh, 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 their type of uh, gimmicks that they pr- that they invent or produce. So, um, and actually, a friend of mine who who um, who invented something actually had one of his tricks ripped off by another magician, um, and he had to go through this whole like. Uh, this whole uh, legal battle because okay. his trick was actually patented already so it was the same thing but just like reformed in a different uh, package basically yeah. do, do magicians get like uh, like a reputation of the hacks is, is there ones that you go man that guy steals like cause yeah. comedy if someone steals it's all over Facebook you know? yeah. but the funny thing is I have people go oh this such and such stole my joke and it's like and you're like you know what I don't think so I've you know you you I mean because jokes can be very similar yeah I mean, exactly. that's the thing I mean that's the thing about tricks tricks I mean, if someone comes up with an original trick, it's an original trick. Yeah. But is there, is there people known, like, you know, like, they go, oh, that guy's a hack. Or is there, what's the term? Like, in comedy, he's a hack. What, is there uh, a magician uh, term? Or? The, uh, man, there's a, what is it? Just call it a, just call him a, a just a, pretty much a, a thief or he steals. Like, okay. there's no real term for it. I mean, um, I, I guess hack is starting to become more of a, a, a magic, magic term now. But uh, it wasn't always like that. It was just, people were known for stealing other people's materials or right. know, thievery stuff like that so. have you ever seen someone call someone out or have you ever been hacked has someone ever stole your crap and have you called someone out um man have you ever been hacked before that you know <laughs> that, I mean you might you know you know because I do your act all the time <laughs> just when I do your act they don't get the magic so I'd say I don't know I, I, this is the act I don't do magic there used to be actually a great comic in Philly named Norm Clark he still does it who did a uh, a really hacky bad magic act and oh. he was so so funny <laughs> really i mean yeah i mean he was he just but he, he was he got into sales and he made a shitload of money but he still does comedy but he would do like and he would do stuff like you see people get sick sometimes like where you put the fake skin on you put the nail oh, through yeah, the arm yeah. and i mean i actually saw people like in the audience like Ugh. doing that yeah, yeah. yeah i remember seeing harry anderson do that or something okay. like that. yeah yeah um that's funny. That's funny. What's his name? Norm, Norm Clar. Norm Clar. K L A R. Very funny guy. He's still people in the Philadelphia area. He plays a comedy cabaret sometimes in Marlton. Uh, check him out because he's really funny. Norm Clar. So, so you don't you don't know you've been ripped off. Uh, yeah. Well, there was actually this one time. Uh, 
uh, it was, my friend calls me up. He was at this magic convention, and uh, there was this competition. And um, he goes, yeah, man, I, I just saw your act, like, on stage. I was like, wow. what do you mean? <laughs> it was just like, um, yeah, this guy was just doing, like, basically your act with a similar type of music and the similar costume and everything. And he was just doing exactly uh, all the moves were pretty similar. The props were the same. Because I used to do this act with CDs where I'd make him, like, you know, jump from hand to hand or, like, disappear, reappear. Okay. It's all slide of hand stuff. So, um, so I was doing this. And I'd make like big CDs appear and all this stuff. So uh, he was telling me like he 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 uh, just saw this act on stage. Did you know the guy? I didn't know the guy at all. I had no idea who he, he was. Like some teenage magician too. So um, so uh, I was just trying to figure out who he was, who his mentor was, and how he how he learned. So um, even the guy who was um, recording the acts for um, for the judges or something like that, he uh, he he knows me from the Magic Castle, and he kind of looked to my friend. He goes like, Hey, don't you think that acts? Uh, Wow. Pretty similar to wow. to, uh, to the to uh, to Justin's. So it wasn't just my friend; it was the other guy who was recording it. And now, he does, yeah. What do you do when that happens? Do you call the guy out, or you just did you say, did you get in touch with him and say, hey, man, you know, you're doing my act? Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't know the guy, and uh, actually, my friend was trying to um, figure out um, who he um, who he was or who he learned okay. from, and um, he he said he just learned from some like old. His mentor was some like old guy, and. Uh, uh, he didn't really get a name from him, so I'm like, "Who's this? Who's this old guy? Yeah. Like, how do you, you know, like, and how does old guy know what CDs are? Yeah. you know, it's like, come on, yeah. And how do you really enforce that? I remember some other guy um, put some th- something out on the market, was uh, a trick with a CD, and uh, it was from my act, and uh, he he made a DVD about it, and I and uh, he like put it out there, and he took credit for all of it, but that, like, there's no way, like, I don't know how how I could like right. call him out on it. Could you, you know? not? Because there was like yeah you know now so. when you when you're doing a, when you were doing the magic in the like as you're doing these shows in Vegas and mm-hmm. stuff when you're doing a serious magic the the competition stuff did you ever slide comedy into it or no no I was always a straight straight uh, magic act so very serious magic act um, yeah the the comedy didn't didn't really because um, I honestly too I only think my comedy's meant for magicians too because um, magicians are very um, I don't know they're not very um, they're not very uh, accepting or edgy enough with 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 comedy because I feel like I'm more of like an edgy comic with the magic, and like their 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 type of comedy is more like uh, it's very um, uh, gosh what's the word for it I don't want to say like generic uh, yeah generic I guess you could say uh, a bunch of stock lines um, okay so they they love like the, those old like those old fifties comic like the Walenda the, yeah. uh, the whatever Ballant, Carl Ballantyne whatever did the amazing Carl, Carl Ballantyne yeah Ballantyne was he a magician yeah, yeah he was a magician but he started off as a straight magician then he always messed up and then he always messed up his act on purpose or just because he sucked well he sucked at first and he realized he can get laughs making it getting uh, sucking on purpose okay so, so yeah and he ended up on uh, Mikhail's Navy Mikhail's Navy for a while and Gruber I, yeah, yeah I met him a couple times at Magic Events he's a really cool guy and he passed away a few years okay. ago. Yeah. So so he, so so then there was people doing that. Yeah. They were, yeah. I think he was on the Ed Sullivan show and all that stuff. He was yeah. very popular. Yeah. And wasn't there a fa- fabulous Blackstone or who's Blackstone? Oh, right? Blackstone. Yeah. Uh, Harry Blackstone. There was a senior and a junior. And they were big magicians. They were big uh, in their day. <clears throat> um, yeah. Harry Blackstone kind of junior took the torch and he uh, you know made a career and living um, b- carrying the torch from his father's name. And uh, I remember him growing up. Oh, geez, this is like the '90s, and I think he passed away like '97 or something like that. And uh, yeah, he made he made it because he was known for like floating a light bulb okay. in the air. That was like his big trick. So, um, and Blackstone Senior was one of the um, famous like classic 
legendary magicians where there was like five five guys that would pass the torch down from each other and he was one of them okay <clears throat> now yeah. now when you when you do a trick okay or, or when you when you say okay i'm gonna do a trick how long does it take you and is it frustrating i mean how long does it take you to get that trick down because i'm sure it's like anything the, the first time you do it it's not going to work when you got the yeah. CDs. The first time you did it, it it's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, and do you ever get frustrated and just go screw it? I'm not going to deal with this crap. Or do you always sit there and go, does it become more of a challenge? And you sit there like a puzzle, like I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, I mean, exactly. how long does it take? I mean, um, you know, it, it 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 depends, man. Like a lot of the tricks, um, especially if it's like a very um, hardcore, like sleight of hand, intricate type of a move for 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 a trick, it can take like months, even years. I mean, I was doing this one trick. I still do this trick where I make cards appear out of the air. Uh, fans of cards, you know, okay. um, and that took me like two to three years before I even showed it to anybody uh, in a live Yo, are show. Are you very protective of a trick because you wanted to? Do you, do you have to make sure it's exactly like? As I, I keep comparing it to comedy, but you know, there's some comics that their their act sucks, but yeah. but they don't. You can tell they don't work. They they say they work on it. They're always taping it, and it's like that's yeah. cracks when people tape it. Can't you tell no one's laughing? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's there's magic, <laughs> laughter. But I mean, but but a comedy, you can just do it. But it, I mean, but for you, are you very protective of the, of, the, of that trick? Like you like because if it doesn't work the first time, has that ever happened where you 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 thought the trick was ready and it didn't work? Um, yeah, I mean, like I've done I've done tricks. Um, geez, like when I was doing um, <clears throat> I was doing the uh, when I was doing a dove act. I mean, um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot that goes into actually doing a dove act. I mean, just training the birds and getting them ready and stuff like that. And I remember one time when I was I was uh, doing I was doing this outdoor show and I made a bird appear and the dove flew away. Oh <laughs> wow! Just, I'm like looking away, like uh, what do I do now? You know, because I need the dove to go on to the rest of the trick. So I'm like, I had to cut like maybe three minutes out of the act, like on the spot. Do you like when something like that happens? <laughs> do you think sometimes people? Uh, crack up or yeah do you think people sometimes, do you, but do you think sometimes people want to see the magician fail i mean do you think there's people who go oh, who yeah, just want to see the guy screw up or, or they want to go like have you ever had someone say hey i know how you did that has you ever, yeah. have you ever like as, as a comic it happens you get heckled but have you ever been heckled as a magician oh yeah all the time so like what do they say though like oh that rabbit sucks i mean what do they, <laughs> I mean, what do they say i mean like this so, a lot of the heckles for ma- magicians are like they're like they're so um, like obvious. They're not. They're like obvious insults. What what I mean by that is like, like I was like doing a coin trick or making the the coins jump from my left hand to my right hand. You know, a, a simple trick. And then someone yells out, "Oh, I know how you did that. He just moved the coin with his hand." I'm like, "Well, that's the trick." I was like, "What do you mean? <laughs> I just okay, moved the coin." So my, like you know stuff like that. Like just like dumb obvious insults or like, "Oh, I know how you did that. He's um." He's hiding it behind his hand, and like, and like the whole time. But they like, yell that. But then, yeah. then they're ruining it for everybody else. Yeah, exactly. You know, just now, like any other heckler. Now, when you were before you were doing comedy, when you were doing magic, and if you got heckled, did you ever come back? Like now, you can probably slam a, a yeah. heckler. But you, but with you, do you still do serious comedy shows? Serious? You mean serious magic? Yeah, magic. Yeah, serious. Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, serious comedy. <laughs> I know, but I suck. No, do you, do you do still do serious magic? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, but if someone heckles you, does that comic instinct come in and just rip them new asshole, or or do you sit there and do you sit there and go, okay, I'm a different Justin now. I'm 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 not comic magician. I'm just a magician. Do you ever? Does that ever? You know? Do you have to walk that line? Yeah, there is a fine line because you gotta get so used because you do comedy so much. Yeah. You gotta get so used to like when you do it. It must be you must sit there and go, wait, oh crap. You know what I mean? Does that ever? Do you ever cross that line? Um, 
I mean, I, I've almost crossed the line, but I mean, I definitely hear what you're saying because, like, now I'm a serious magician, and now like the um, <clears throat> the whole character and whole persona is different. So maybe me being comic magician, like you know, like I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to like fire back if I need to. But as a comic, you're just more serious. You're more. I guess you gotta be a little more classy, right? I guess you could say, and uh, just kind of handle it differently. Usually, I just kind of ignore them. Okay. And just pretend I don't hear them at all, and usually it kind of just dies off. Um, because at that point, it's just like, because I'm such a serious guy on stage, and everyone's into the show, right. so it's like the whole audience is on my side already at that point. So when someone like yells something out, it's like it's really such an awkward moment for that guy to yell something out. So, so uh, I mean, I don't really have to... So yeah, you, it's 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 a different it's different yeah. atmosphere. Here's different a question: atmosphere, yeah. Where do where do magicians shop? Because they always have like crazy oh. ass vests or sparkly crap. Like, is there a magician <laughs> shop? Do you like go online like magicianvests.com? Because he's wearing a vest right now, people. But it's a normal vest. But, but I mean, you know, magicians they always have like cr- like crazy loud yeah. clothes. How do you? I mean, where do you find that stuff? I got I got crazy loud. I just bought a sparkly suit. Actually, did you really? Yeah. No. Where do, where do you go to get a sparkly suit? Um, it's not like Jose Bank <laughs> this week. Uh, two get two sparkly suits for one ninety nine at Jose Bank. I've never been there. I want to go. They have great deals. They do, but now where do you get? I mean, how does one go about getting a spark? Let's say I wanted a sparkly suit. <laughs> how, how would Steve Cooper get a sparkly suit? I, I usually go do my shopping at um uh, downtown LA. Basically, is it a magic shop? Or no, just where, it's just like a just, pimp store. I mean, what is it's it? Just, it's just, they just saw all these these dope suits and like just be walking down the alley and uh, I'm like, oh, that suit's cool. I don't see anybody wearing that, so I'll just I'm like try it on, be cool. Do you always yeah. wear a suit when you do magic? Um, not always, not always. It just depends. Depends. Uh, usually in the clubs, um, I don't wear a suit. Um, I'm, I've been starting to. I've been actually kind of playing with the costume just to see how it works on stage. But usually, like in a, in a magic show or like a, you know, a formal show, I'll wear a suit. And a suit well, the vests are big. A lot of people, a lot of, yeah. a lot of act, uh, magicians wear vests. Yeah, they usually wear. Yeah. Or is that an Asian thing? Because that fan wears a lot of vests. <laughs> yeah, he that, does. That, that, that always wears a lot of vests. That's like that's I don't a, know if, that's, if it's an Asian <laughs> thing, like a Filipino. I'm not like a Chinese because that's uh, Vietnamese. Right? Yeah, he's Vietnamese. Yeah. So uh, do you know that? Yeah, no, I did. I've done a couple shows with him. I, I took a picture with him one. Uh, it was a few months ago and the, put the caption we both had vests on and I put the uh, caption as a uh, Asian vest squad That's, I, I knew that <laughs> back when I uh, I had gotten out of comedy but me and my ex-wife moved to San Diego and I would mm. fool around I would do like 4th and B and the comedy store every once yeah. in a while but I really didn't pursue it and uh, anymore as a guy you know I didn't want to travel and I knew that because he was starting out because he used to sell uh, Saturn's <laughs> really? <laughs> then I see him on on Stars. Or, I mean, not, uh, last, last comic standing. standing. But then I was like, wait, he, he, that can't be Rich Voss. I know Rich Voss. Yeah. Rich Voss is a monster. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, and and I think Todd Glass was that year too. It's like, wait, yeah, Todd Glass, Todd's yeah. been doing it. Todd started in Philly. Todd started, Todd's my age. I'll be fifty. Todd started when he was sixteen. But it was just weird. Like it was like, wait, how? Did, I mean, nothing against that, but man, Todd Glass is a, is a has been a monster for like. 30, he's been a headliner for like 35 years. Yeah, he's a beast. It's crazy. And like he was on there with Ralphie May, yeah. the dad family. Oh, he was on the, okay. That, that, but Ralphie May was on later, I thought. No, no, he was on the first season. Ralphie, it was between Ralphie and Dat. Oh, wow. When it came down to the, and then, oh, uh, okay. and Dat won, and uh, everyone was like, man, Ralphie got robbed. And I was like, well, I don't, I mean, I don't, I mean, they, it's a they, contest. People they, voted. They picked them, you know. They voted yeah, in. So and people, America voted and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's stubborn. But so, so the vest thing isn't just an Asian thing. It's I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I started wearing vests because I was wearing a coat and I would always sweat a lot. I'm like, okay. dude, this is so. I gotta wear something that looks a little bit more magical, but not as but cooler to wear. Now, when so. when, when did you transform into? 
you know, you, you were fooling around doing comedy magic. You were doing magic and you were starting to work on your act. When did you start getting work as a comedian magician? And how does one, how do you, how do you go about booking yourself? Because I'm sure there, there are some clubs who don't want oh, yeah. a comic magician. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, you know, someone don't want a musical act or stuff like that or a comedy team. I mean, yeah. did you find it hard in the beginning when you were trying to do that? Uh, well, you know, um, I kind of knew that already going in just because I knew some other um, uh, comedy magicians that are like veterans that have been working the road for years like, you know, Michael Finney. Um, geez, who else was one? Um, you know, like Matt King okay. and all those guys. Like, the, they're all like vets. And uh, there was always that, that, um, that, uh, that, and that, that stigma or like that whole, um, you know, comics hate magicians um, rivalry going on. So I, I kind of knew... I knew that was a, a thing that was going on for years and years before I started to come around. So I just had to realize w- and figure out what what comedians hated about magicians and not do that, you know, which was like stock lines and, okay. and hacky jokes and the same tricks and, you know, um, not getting enough laughs per minute. You know, so I, my whole act going in was, was structured uh, opposite of that. So I've had to figure out how to get as many laughs per minute, not be hacky, not use any stock lines, not do any of that stuff. So, um, when I started out, it was, it wasn't as hard. I mean, it was still hard, but it wasn't as hard as, you know, these other magicians that were trying right. to do comedy, you know, cause I was so, I was so anti-magician uh, when I started out. So I was, I was getting work slowly here, here and there. And, uh, you know, g- getting my name around um, because I made like this sponge penis appear in my act. So where where did you first start going on stage at? Oh, to man. do to do the comedy magic. I mean, did you go to, like the comedy store? Did you go to, like coffee houses or like where? Oh man, you know when I actually my first break at the improv, um, buddy of mine, uh, Edwin San Juan. I don't know if you know Edwin San Juan. You know, I've never I've never been even been in the improv. Oh really? And I and the owner Mark Lana was on my show, and he told me to call a girl and I could get a spot, and I haven't. I'm like, hey, really? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know it's funny. I honestly, I mean, I did a com a show back east at a casino, and when I go back to my girlfriend, I do shows, and and, I'll, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I always rock the stage. I mean, yeah. I'll do 25, 30 minutes and just kick it because I know how to do it. But for me, I don't I don't really get a thrill at comedy. It's like everyone, it's I much rather do radio. Yeah. I, I, it's just I don't know. It's weird. It's like I like like I'm doing a show tonight at uh, in West Hollywood. Yeah. And it's like I got the, I was going to cancel because I got the and the guys are all nice and there's people I know on the show. But I got the message and it's like, okay, uh, everyone's does five minutes. I'm not driving. First of all, <laughs> yeah. You exactly. know, I, mean, I, I drove. You know, I drove. 25 minutes to do Parks Casino in Ben Salem to do a 25 minute set and I got paid very well. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I got paid what, what I was a feature. What features get paid on the road, I got two and a half times. So I was like, wow. you know, I'll, I'm fine to do that. <laughs> wow. You know, and the club I play in New Jersey is five minutes from my girlfriend's house. Yeah, yeah. But it, for me, it's like, uh, but the improv, I've never been to it. So, but you got your first break at the improv, you said? Yeah, yeah. The improv was over in Ontario and they were, they were doing this Asian comedy show. And uh, the guy who was running it at the time, Edwin San Juan, a Filipino comedian, very funny headliner. And a Spanish name. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Edwin San Juan. Um, yeah, he was, he was doing the show. And, uh, um, you know, I just asked him, like, hey, uh, are there any open mics? Like, how do, you get onto the, how do you get booked into the club? Like, do you have to do the open mic first? He's like, oh, uh, well, are you a comic? And I was like, well, you know, I do comedy and matching. He's like, oh, all right. Um, why don't you come down next month and do a, do a spot on my show? I was like, really? Oh, that's He's like, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. He just come down. So uh, you know, the next month, he he uh, first. Well, he first uh, put me up at like these little you know comedy uh, rooms, um, at, like a Mexican restaurant or whatever, and uh, you know just wanted to see what I could do. He liked it, then he put me on 
the at the, on stage at the Improv in Ontario, and uh, you know from that from that show, I remember that show. I had a really good set. I rocked, and I just that that comedy bug bit me. Right, that that, that, that you know? does happen. And it was just from that on. I was just like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta do this. Some, I gotta do this." Something about those Mexican restaurants. I, I did <laughs> no. So I, I had my uh, well, you know, Raúl Fernandez. Raúl Fernandez. Raul, yeah, yeah. Him and uh, Ray Camacho, two very, very nice guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do that place in Casa Torres in Silmar. And, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it. I haven't done it yet, but yeah, I've I, seen. The I headlined that a few weeks ago, and uh, it was all. Uh, it was the crowd was like all Latino. Yeah, and I didn't know how to do because you know I'm, I'm a white guy. Yeah, and. They said do twenty or whatever you want to do. I ended up doing like forty because they were just such an amazing crowd. But those you go through some of these Latino restaurants and they're just awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I love Latin crowd. I love Latin shows or Latin rooms just because I always feel that Latin. You love Latin, Latin women. You always get your picture taken with Latin women. Aren't <laughs> I love you? So you're, you're you're one of those guys because like, chicks dig magicians more than comics. You think so? <laughs> yeah, this magician's like it's like going Copperfield was married, was dating the hottest model and didn't he dump her ass? I yeah, mean, uh, Claudia. Schiffer? Yeah, he dumped her and, and he's <laughs> Copperfield. Yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> and he's like a skinny look like Rick Ocasek from the cars for Christ's sake but no tricks dig the magicians because it's something different I think it's cool they probably they probably think you do like crazy crap in the bedroom <laughs> yeah I guess so I mean I, it's like no tricks like, I, I, I think I can see a, I mean a comic it's also comics you know sometimes they'll come up they dress like crap you know yeah. I mean, but, they get, like, but some like, like I can see comics with an edge like women found Dennis Leary very sexy and Dennis wore all black yeah. but a, a magician you know you guys you're you're dressed uh you're dressed nice. You don't yeah. see you don't see like crappily dressed. You don't see a magician <laughs> yeah. in jeans and a t shirt. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there's an allure. It's something that it's it's, it's you're mysterious. doing something it's that's serious. Yeah, like people are like, wow. And then they might want some of them might just sit there be like little women who want to just find out the the trick. Yeah. You know, like the the trick bangers. <laughs> but, but no, <laughs> trick I think it's but no, but you, I see you always get pictures so at the Latino clubs with the Latino women. Oh yeah, they love me, man. Well that's good. That's and, good. I mean I love I love them man, because that, that whole crowd is very it's very in the middle because I feel like if you do like a black a black show, you know the 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 the, the black people are, are more um, high energy, lower attention span. So you gotta like get them off the top. You know, with white people, it's like they have a higher attention span but a lower energy. And they judge. You, yeah, exactly. They do. They they do. Like, well, uh, yeah, and Italian crowds are just more. You know, it's, <laughs> believe me. But Latinos, man, they're like right in the middle, like high energy. Um, you know the tension span is there, so you get a little a little bit of everything from that crowd. From my experience, at least, you know. So, the the, the white crowds and the black crowds are very two extremes. That you you gotta like you gotta go in different angle for to off the top of your set. Now I see a lot of your posts on Facebook, and you're traveling a lot. Are you are you playing clubs or colleges or where? I mean, I know you you're always on the road. It seems like yeah. Uh, yeah. The, are you doing? Do you do a lot of colleges or I mean, where like you were when you were in Philadelphia? I think you were in the Philadelphia area. You, yeah, cheese sticks. What were you doing up there? Uh, I was doing a college showcase for NACA. Okay, so uh, I was uh, I was at I think East Stroudsburg University, yeah, Stroudsburg State. Yeah, Stroudsburg, yeah, I was there, and uh, I booked like maybe like five seven colleges from that showcase. So but did um, you do them yet? Um, they're coming up actually. Coming you, up. What are some of the colleges? Do you remember? What was that? Do you remember some oh. in Pennsylvania? Get any New uh, Jersey colleges? Ship, Shippensburg. Shippensburg State. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. I think next month, and then um, coming up in uh, Colby something in New York. Colby okay. Sawyer, something like know. that. Do you get any, get any Jersey colleges? I think I got some. I can't remember, but I, I remember seeing Jersey on from. Get my, Richard Stockton. Get Richard Stockton. Richard Stockton is that yours? That's my alma mater. Rich, yeah. Richmond. Richard Richard Stockton. Oh, Richard Stockton. Ten minutes from Atlantic City. Then you go down to Atlantic City and do some magic. You ever <laughs> go? Do you ever do the casinos? No, no, not not there. But I mean, like out here, yeah. As yeah. magic? No, you ever do magic in the casinos? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been doing the magic over at Pachanga over in the big theater. Um, usually opening up for like a lot of the music. You just opened up for some girl. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. What was her name? Uh, Ann Curtis. She's like this big um, A-lister from the Philippines. So okay. um, it was a Filipino show. So I was doing the uh, the big room there, the theater, and I did like maybe 20, 25 minutes off the top. But was that your just straight magic or yeah, comedy magic? It was more straight magic. And um, I mean, because comedy for the Filipino crowd is, is very different and you kind of have to... Yeah, you, you can't have them. You got to kind of give the laughs to them on on a, on a silver platter. You know that you can't make them really think or or work hard for for okay. a, for for a laugh. So like, uh, so I have to do more like physical visual stuff for that crowd. Like they don't really want to hear like verbiage talking. Now, how do you do at the colleges? And the only reason I ask this is because you know we raised a society of punk ass kids. I yeah. mean, let's be honest. They think yeah. they know everything and they don't know crap. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you sit there, it's like you see them and you go, what? You see these kids, they can't figure out how to do wash. Yeah. You know, it's like, you just put it in. But, they, but they're but they brilliant with a computer. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, are they more skeptical or are they jerks? I mean, how does how does a college crowd react to you? Or do they go, uh, you know, I mean, how, how does yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, the last couple of college shows, like, the, you know, they, they, they build me as the magician slash comedian, but uh, I could definitely see a lot of skepticism and a lot of, like, the people, a lot of the kids that were there because it's just like, oh, there's a magician. Like, I wonder how this is going to be. Right. You know, so, um, but I mean, like I said, like, my magic is is very, there's more comedy than the magic in there. So it's it's very edgy. It's very, like, kind of, it can be over the top, too. So, like, I know how to play to that that crowd. I mean, I, I do I do pretty well as far as uh, the college shows go because um. You know, uh, they look at me as like the younger, hipper guy, and you know, like I said, edgy. You know, with the magic and the comedy. See, so I would like to do colleges just because I look like I look like the professor that would bang the hot chicks. <laughs> like, I'd be the professor that would bang his students. You know, or like his teacher's assistant. But I now, see that now you. Um, what was I going to say? God. Oh, in the Philippines. Now, do you ever go down there to perform? Are you known in the Philippines? No, like, like, not. But couldn't that be a market for you? Are, are there yeah. Filipino magicians? I mean, is there like a magic circuit or comedy thing down in the Philippines? Yeah, yeah. The, the magic and the comedy circuit in the Philippines, it's, it's very different. I mean, uh, uh, when I was growing up, there wasn't really too many Filipino magicians. I, I want to say over maybe like uh, the last 10 years, like magic has been getting more... Um, prevalent in in the philippines but i mean the magic of the philippines i it's very um it's very uh if you compare it to comedy uh, the term for it would be hacky i okay. guess you could say very very hokey pokey very very uh i don't know just uh, very hacky have I, you ever no tried reason. to go down there yeah yeah i mean I've, I've done some uh some some shows out there i was like um when was i there uh 2000 uh 2011 november of, of 2011 i was last there and uh i mean i've been going over to the philippines for like over the like the past you know as a kid going okay. back to visit family and stuff but uh it was 2011 where i was actually trying to like you know get into that market and and figure out what i can do there as far as comedy and magic uh the comedy there is very different too <clears throat> the, the comedy there is is not really stand-up it's more like um a lot of it is um shock value kind of like um gay humor where as far as like uh like filipinos laugh at uh at a uh, overly dressed a uh, lot of makeup Okay, gay person and like going huh, and doing all the gay voices, like and my act, <laughs> <laughs> just doing all that stuff. And they okay. and the Filipino crowds love that. And they like a lot of its um, duos. You know, a lot of like uh, the whole uh, uh, the, the uh, Abbott Costello, Abbott type Costello stuff. Okay. Type of stuff. Okay. You know, so. did, did they do it? Did it? Do they do it in English or do they do it in Tagalog? They're, they're doing it in Tagalog, yeah. And that was the. But you don't know 
Uh, you don't know fluent Tlaga. <laughs> I, I always screw it up. Tagalog. 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 I always know. It's so funny. When I was drinking with my friends, I was trying to say, I kept calling it Tagalog. <laughs> and I always say, and I always think of the, the Girl Scout cookie, the Tagalog. Tagalog. It's spelled like Tagalog. It is. That's what yeah. confuses me. It's it like, what the like hell? It's, so maybe those cookies are Filipino. <laughs> Just the, the accents on the vowels are different. But no, so how would you do that? when you Because you don't know it. Tahaga. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> yeah. What is it again? Tagalog. 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 Okay. So yeah. how would you do it then? Could you? I mean, I guess magic. Magic is universal. You don't need a language for yeah. magic. Magic is very universal. But uh, the thing too about about the comedy in the Philippines is that um, uh, there. I mean, English is also English is also prevalent language in right. the Philippines, and like they they're teaching it in the schools, and it's uh, you know the the language right after. I think it's. Yeah, the, it's the language right after Tagalog, that, and everyone converses with with English. So, so there's a lot of places in the Philippines that are centered around you know English speaking um, uh, establishments, okay. a lot of communities that speak English. So, um, and that's where you see a lot of the comedy comedy places too. And then, but I mean, on certain nights they'll do, they'll do strictly Tagalog shows. So, All right. it just depends. So. Now, in your travels, you've seen, you know, you, you, you post all these pictures of food and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Have you always been a food lover? Or, I mean, oh, how, yeah. Growing up, I mean, and, and, and uh, I mean, what, they, as a kid, did you eat, like, uh, but was there, is there, like, a certain uh, Filipino food, is there certain Filipino specialties that, that you would have in the house and that you, that, you know, you got the taste for? I mean, what's a, what's like, a, like, if I went to a Filipino restaurant, is there any Filipino restaurants in, not in Burbank? Uh, but, there's Filipino, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a few, um. I mean, out in the valley, there's one. Um, uh, we're in the valley, right? This is considered the valley. I, I guess. guess. I guess Burbank's weird. Burbank's like valley, border. not valley. Yeah, yeah, it's on the border. Um, Panorama City. There's a there's a good Filipino restaurant there. Um, uh, Bamboo Bistro. Well, but Bistro. No, what, what's like what's what is a popular Filipino food? Uh, oh, well, the classics are like uh, chicken adobo, which is um, I've heard of that. Okay, yeah, chicken adobo, which is a uh, chicken and it's marinated in uh, uh, soy sauce, vinegar, garlic. I can't eat that too much sodium. The oh, soy okay. sauce kills you. They have any low sodium stuff? Yeah, well, they have low sodium soy sauce. Yeah, it's still got so much damn sodium. It's sick. Um, I mean, well, you know, if you have a lot of uh, you know, uh, I just so- watch my sodium. Sodium I, problems. I shouldn't eat Vietnamese food. Yeah, uh, Filipino foods. Uh, Filipino. Why should I eat Filipino? <laughs> Filipino's kind of tough because well, actually, a lot of Filipinos are known for being diabetics and having gout. Yeah, it's and- cool. <laughs> well, that's great. You think they change the damn food up, <laughs> right? But I mean, I mean, Filipinos by by culture. Are just very big eaters, and they they love to eat. And but they're little people. They are. I mean, um, I mean, but but then again, also um, Filipinos um, by culture, they're they're very um, they they grew up being more like a manual labor type of people. Okay, so they so, got an appetite. Yeah, for working. exactly. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's why they eat a lot, and they they love to share their food. And, you know, and uh, I was always a big eater, and uh, I just you know Filipinos are just generally. Lovers of food. Now, where where did you get your cheesesteaks from? Did you go to uh, Pat's or Gino's or the bestest gyms on Sixth? Uh, you know, I didn't. I I've only had gyms a couple times. This was like two thousand six, two thousand seven. But uh, the last few times I've been, I've always gotten either Pat's or Gino's. Usually, like I like Gino's. I like Gino's better. I like yeah, I like Gino's too. Uh, I've always been a Gino's fan uh, after trying all of them. And, but then, like this last time, Gino's wasn't as good as um, as Pat's for some reason. I don't one know. Of the owner, one of the owners died. Maybe that's why. G- I know uh, Gino. Gino d- yeah. yeah, yeah, he he passed away. Yeah. You know what's amazing though? Because growing up, I grew up ten minutes from Philadelphia. What's amazing is, and even when my parents moved to Delaware, 
it's amazing that it's like in Buffalo. I've had Buffalo wings at the Anchor Bar. I did a show up that used to be a club called Comedy Trap. But anywhere you go in Buffalo, the wings are good. It's like anywhere you go in Philadelphia, the cheesesteaks are good. You're oh, not okay. messing up because it's the same roll. It's the same rib. I, I mean, you're getting the same stuff. And yeah. so the Pads and Geno's just was a gold mine because it just happened they were across the street from each other. Yeah. If they weren't across from the street from each other, you would never know about Pats or Geno's. Exactly. Yo, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, now t- Tony Luke's is a big one now. Yeah, I went which, to there last okay. time, yeah. So, but how did, why did you eat, you get like four in a day or something? Dude, I, yeah, I think I had like four, I think I had like four or five Did your body day. swell from all the salt? No, I mean. That's like, uh, like 6,000 6, milligrams of sodium. <laughs> you should only have 2,400 milligrams of sodium a day, which you should actually do like 2,000 a day. Well, I drink a lot of water, so I pissed That doesn't out. make a difference though. <laughs> Still, salt's not. I mean, yeah. If I drink a lot of water too, I still have congestive heart failure. <laughs> I mean, you know. So, and you, but it's so funny because you take your pictures, you put them on Instagram. At least you don't put them straight to Facebook. Yeah. And at least I just got on Instagram. What's your Instagram address if people want to? Oh, it's at uh, the Justin Rivera. The the Justin. All one word. Yeah, all one word. J U S T I N R I V E R A. Do you Twitter? Twitter, yeah, at Justin Rivera. No, the just at Justin Rivera. How many followers do you have? Oh, not a whole lot. I think it's like over six hundred. I haven't figured out Twitter. Twitter. I don't either. I, I have thirty five hundred followers, but hey, that's better. But <laughs> I, I wish I, I had that. I don't. But I, 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 you know what I hate about Twitter. Is and people follow me at Cooper Talk on Twitter at Cooper Talk also uh, Instagram Cooper Talk one because some idiot has Cooper Talk and he has like a picture of his freaking baby. I hate that. He has that. like three goddamn pictures. If you're going to do it, if you're going to use Cooper Talk, put something up. I oh I totally agree with you. Same thing with like when MySpace was big, and someone okay. took Justin Rivera. Yeah. I was like, who is this guy? Like this, he's got like a picture of his shirt off, and that was it. I was like, yeah, well yeah, it's funny. There's also you know John Caram. John Carum. John John she's a female comic oh uh, Jan Carum yeah. yeah 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 she was yeah. just on uh, she was on last week's episode I tipped a few weeks ago she's great I love but her. what's funny is she's a sweetheart but what's funny is there's a guy who's friends with her on Facebook named Steve Cooper so I put on her page I said listen to Jan on Cooper talk these 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 and it said Steve Cooper likes it and I'm like wait I didn't I didn't like it and then I go I look like a dick if I'm liking that thing I just put up about her being and it's this guy from a, a musician and I was like. Oh, okay, but it's just weird. But yeah, then, but, but I got. Really I think weird. I got. I go Cooper Talk, so that's different. But yeah, the Cooper <laughs> Talk like one because someone has Cooper. And then, yeah, just for me. Screw them. I hate that. Totally hate and that. Now Facebook, you you know you you post because you know is your Twitter linked to your Facebook, Facebook see, and Instagram? Okay, see my Instagram. I don't send my stuff to Twitter. I just send it to Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know why. I just don't. I mean, it's easy. Just check that little box. Yeah, you just click. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm like, yeah, Twitter's for my jokes. You know. Oh, okay. Jokes. But no. So, but you take pictures of your food, and you go. You know, you were just you were on uh, the Rant Radio show. Yeah, yeah. Which people um, Tuesdays? Well, you're listening to this, so <laughs> you're not gonna listen on Tuesday because they're playing. <laughs> they always play because this airs. We I record on Tuesday, but they'll play the show next Tuesday. So I air yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on Indy 100, and then Rant does it on the Tuesday. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, you were at the grilled. Now, what was that like? I mean, I've seen a grilled cheese truck now. Did you do a show from there, or how did that work? Yeah, well, um, the show was like the show that I was doing was like it's all food, it's all culinary food based, and uh, the uh, host is actually uh, good friends with the uh, owner of the food truck, who's another fellow culinary chef. So they had the. Uh, grilled cheese truck outside of the studio and they would come in and they would just take orders for us and then we would just talk about the food and <laughs> and they had a line outside too for regular customers that wanted to go eat that. Now, didn't you eat a cricket? Yeah, yeah. I was talking to my girlfriend about that and I would want to try a cricket and she's like, you're crazy because I, I saw one of those, uh, you know, the Food Network or... Yeah, Andrew they, Zimmer? They, they, there's... No, but bizarre, the, bizarre that wasn't food? that though. It was they were going to they were going to uh, food trucks in L.A. and they went to this Mexican neighborhood and there was one where they served like a taco with crickets, with crickets in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was the cricket like? Uh, it's very um, nutty. 
okay. flavor. Um, it's not bad. I mean, that's why the reason why I wanted to try it was because uh, everyone says it's good and it has a nutty, a nutty flavor to it. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let me, let me try uh, how this cricket is. So they said it's packed with protein. So I was like, all right, sounds healthy. Um, so it was actually pretty good. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Only thing was is that uh, uh, the 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 legs they have. You know, how they have those barbs. They're in there. They kind of have like those yeah. raspy on their hind legs or whatever they call them. So I think I, I swallowed one and it and I felt like I caught like a fish bone in my oh, throat. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so wow. you gotta watch out for those legs. Well, yeah, because you but you always eat some interesting interesting stuff and you post it up and it's like I mean, you, but I mean, do you eat out all the time. Do you ever cook at home? Yeah, I do cook at home. I mean, uh, I mean, I'll, like what's what would you cook at home? Uh, I'm usually cooking like omelets, like egg white omelets i usually cook healthy at home so i'm either like yeah egg white omelets with tuna um you eat an omelet with tuna yeah that's <laughs> vegetables. nasty <laughs> vegetables um cooking a lot of like chicken at home chicken breast right. uh but, i mean i i eat very so i'm clean. writing a cookbook oh you're really it's called stop the assault and the a oh. and the s it's stop the salt salt yeah and uh i'm about 50 recipes and it's all low sodium cooking for one nice. and it's all easy and i take pictures of my own food i don't post them and i, <laughs> I cook, put my dishes and also i eat for about i went shopping yesterday i eat for about 10 less than 10 bucks a day and that's breakfast lunch and dinner plus a juice plus you know my pounds diet that's why people who eat out all the time the, the fast wow. food and they go it's so cheap oh it's, cheap, it's cheaper to eat at home i mean out no it's not i yeah. mean i can make a, i mean a fish i can make a fish dinner an awesome fish dinner with tilapia or swai or whatever for less than 350 so how, people how you, eat at home how do you say tilapia but you can't say tagalog because tilapia is a very popular fish in the philippines tilapia is easy it's tilapia <laughs> i think tagalog i know there's no girl scout cooking named tilapia Jeez. filipinos love tilapia it's good fish it's a milk fish i think it's isn't it from the philippines i think it's from the philippines but is there also, is, is swai or swai is vietnamese i think swai is very good i get swai swai is sort of like tilapia a little softer swai is a really good fish that's from the yeah, i think that's from yeah, me okay. i haven't had that before it's good swai? you get it make it you know here's what you do you get a half pound of swai uh-huh. put some olive oil on it put a little ground pepper a little whatever seasoning yeah put it over some vegetables maybe some zucchini put some olive oil ground pepper wrap it in foil throw it in the oven for 22 minutes at 400 comes out boom and it will call that dinner will cost you about two dollars and fifty cents to make wow with the vegetables wrapped in the foil yeah underneath oh the fish. nice it all cooks you know? maybe good. make a little rice or some quinoa you know that sounds good it's called quinoa 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 but <laughs> but so we have a few minutes left um tell everyone how to get in touch with you and tell everyone any shows coming up i know you you do pachango a lot but yeah he's pulling out his calendar because he's a big <laughs> shot you know people for me i have like no shows i think i'm doing next wednesday i think i'm doing bar lubich uh patrick Sull- o'sullivan a past guest his show bacon wrap comedy um and that's about it i think i'm, I'm at the haha the 21st uh i'm on the flappers this friday 11 30 come out to 11 30 show the you who room with flappers this friday i'll be at flappers uh this uh what's it called wednesday next week july 10th i think in the main room i'm, I'm supposed to be like the special guest for their their competition the okay. competition so that's a uh, eight o'clock show flappers in burbank um i'll also be at the uh, brea improv for slanted comedy 11 30 show come check me out there also ontario improv uh july 28th uh that's a sunday uh 7 p.m show i'll be at that show there uh what else is going on oh also be in a uh, torrance at the alpine village doing this motown review show it's kind of like a vegas type of show alpine so, village is that is that restaurant that looks like it has snow on the sale is that is it i think so yeah, alpine I've village, I've, I've torrance? i think so is that the one I, uh, that sounds familiar i just wasn't sure if that was oh, no 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 alpine village is where the Oktoberfest is i'm sorry in torrance yeah October. every year Oktoberfest is down there it's okay. fun it's cool that's okay i've never been there i just i heard it was a good venue though so they're trying to make it more like that whole festival good. type of thing so I'll be down there, uh, when is that, uh, July 26th, Friday, 
Uh, I think it's a 6 p.m. show there. So, um, right. And I'm just doing all these library shows for families and kids throughout Southern California. So, so people can follow you on Facebook? Facebook, yeah. Uh, Facebook.com slash The Comedians Magician. Comedians with an S. The, the Comedians Magician. JustinRivera.com. Twitter at Justin Rivera. And Instagram at The Justin Rivera. Well, I want to thank you for coming on, Justin. It was a thank, good time. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, check them out, people. Check it out. It's funny stuff and it's magic and it's funny magic and all that crap. Uh, it's good stuff, though. Uh, people, you can follow me at Cooper talk on twitter send me an email cooper at indy 100 indie100.com i love to hear from you i love when i get guests uh, i mean people notes from people um instagram cooper talk one facebook i have a new page cooper talk um it's just type in cooper talk it has all my past episodes with a photo and then when you click on the photo of the guest you can click right to the link to my website coopertalk.net where i have about 175 episodes up also follow me on twitter because thursday nights i'm using the big daddy graham show out of wip philadelphia sports radio 94 that's at midnight pacific coast time and um that's about it uh i want to thank my guest again justin rivera thank you please check him out keep following me on twitter at cooper talk i love my listeners i'm steve cooper i'm only as hip as my guests. Have a wonderful weekend.